that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What's your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Space farmers. Um, Space farmers. I, I, I feel bad because I, I already know that this episode might be a little bit longer. And I also already know that there's going to probably be some people that are upset. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna upset some dude, people. It's almost like I'm actually kind of interested in what I'm gonna say. I don't. I'm like I'm not even quite. I'm so prepared. I'm, I'm so conflicted. So, uh, yeah. Without further ado, this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. I'm Levi. That's Jordan. Today, what's up? Today, so we're talking. We're doing big blockbusters for the month. Um. We're just doing the big old big boys box office rumblers. Uh, and we yeah. started with the poll Star Wars, the original Star Wars. Uh, episode four, A New Hope, if that's your sexual preference. Um, <laughs> if that's how you, you want to do it. Um, so that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> we're talking about Let's get it, fucking Let's get it started. Star dude. Wars. Did you write a synopsis for this? Because this, I mean, it's like, it's almost kind of like, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. This has been a, this is like Star Wars. It's wild that we're doing this movie. Like, I know. I never thought we would get here. This is essentially Marvel adjacent. And yeah. we've, we've been, you know, vocal about. I still say. Not I'm not being a fan. I know. I'm going to say at the top that as much as I'm going to shit on this movie in this series, I prefer this to Marvel still. <laughs> And that sure, and I, that's because I, I like, it's it's not quite hard sci-fi, but I do enjoy the sci-fi. There are good leaning. Well, the whole this super sci-fi. This is the epitome, I think. This is the, I feel like this is the genre. I always wondered why they had lumped sci-fi and fantasy together, like sci-fi fantasy as a genre. And I was always like, because me and you, yeah. we didn't really care for fantasy. We're sci-fi nerds. Um. And I was always like, I don't fucking care about fantasy. I want sci-fi. Why is it always sci-fi fantasy? This movie is a straight-up sci-fi fantasy. Like, it is. There's yeah. fucking wizards and everything. It's just set in space. Uh, and it's got spaceships and blasters, which is fine, which is great. So, anyway. Uh, I did write a synopsis only because... So, I looked on... I wasn't going to. Because I literally wrote it just a minute ago. Just now. Oh, yeah. Um, that, as as that's called a center knowledge fashion. <laughs> that is. I feel like that's what we do. That's our tradition. I'm usually usually I'm finishing it up. If I have not, yeah. if I've not a started it the hour before we record, I am finishing it up. Precisely. As we're well, I looked at the letterbox <laughs> synopsis and I was like, I'll just read this. But I looked at it and I'm like, this sucks. This is not even what it's about. The letterbox synopsis was like. Yeah. They got to oh, rescue no. Princess Leia, and I'm like, that's like an after yeah. effect, <laughs> dude. No, no, no. Right, right, right. No, that's so, really what I was reading too. When it's yeah. like, when it's just like they they state who everybody is, and then like the main conflict is saving Princess Leia, and I'm like, that's not even not close even. to the main. It's conflict. not even right. the main conflict. So, which which I'm actually happy because that's kind of how I remembered it. Yeah, is she was the main conflict, and now I'm like, oh fuck, it's like it's a lot deeper. Anyways, continue. Go, so, go, go, go. So here's my synopsis, and it's gonna seem probably a little. Uh, 
dismissive and disparaging slightly, but but I am skimming over a lot of stuff, and also uh, it's mostly good spirited. So keep that in mind. So uh, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Galactic Empire captures Princess Leia, a prominent political figure for the Rebel forces. In the battle, Leia records a distress message on her two on her two droids and sends them to the nearby planet of Tatooine. There, the droids are captured by local scavengers and sold to some farmers, uh, the nephew of which is Luke Skywalker, a young man with a miraculously convenient lineage. Um, in another burst of luck, the droids find Obi-Wan Kenobi, their previous owner and the intended recipient of Princess Leia's distress signal. Obi-Wan tells Luke of the Jedi, a series of space wizards that have been driven to near extinction, and warns him of the dangers of the Empire. So his aunt and uncle are killed, but it's no biggie. Luke goes up with Obi-Wan and the droid to deliver the full message to the rebels, a message that can turn the tides of war. Also, Luke's father was a Jedi Master, and Obi-Wan takes Luke under his wing and shows him the way of the Force. Uh, they hire Han Solo, a bad boy smuggler, to take them to Alderaan to deliver the message. But when they show up, they find it completely destroyed, wiped out by Darth Vader and the Empire using their super weapon, the Death Star. Having flown straight into an enemy fleet, they are quickly captured, but it's cool because they escape pretty quick and find Princess Leia almost immediately. They fight their way off the Death Star, Obi-Wan dies or disintegrates or whatever it is the Jedis do, and the rest of them escape back <laughs> to the Rebel base, Darth Vader's plan all along. Uh, they go over the message, which are details of the vulnerability of the Death Star. The Rebels, including Luke, because apparently he's an expert fighter pilot all of a sudden, mount an attack on the ship. It's a success. They destroy the Death Star just in time. Vader escapes, and the rest live happily ever after. I mean, it literally, like, next to fireworks ending, it's basically that. Like, everyone's <laughs> yeah. clapping, and they get medals. They get medals. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild. I think this movie strikes a decent balance between sci-fi and then, like, and, like, kind of Muppets movie. You know, like, it, it's got some, like, childlike elements to it. But Dude, if I you want the like Muppets, watch the third kids. one. I, I was watching that's, the third one. It's full. I think that's kind of what happened. Full Muppets, full. It's full. Dude, what I've been thinking Army about of Darkness. is, yeah, right, right. Kind of, kind of what Army of Darkness did, huh? Yeah. Uh, or what, uh, yeah, what Evil Dead did. But um, it's wild to have like a show that's, it. Oh my god, there has to be a show in the history of film to get us to where we are now. Franchises and everything. Yeah. All of that. This is it. This movie uh, is it's, it. It's like, like it had like, to exist. Something. It had to exist. If, it, if this didn't do it, yeah. something else would well, have. And it. And there were other movies before this, clearly that that <laughs> tried. <laughs> that tried. Sorry, I just ran my foot over with my chair because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> Smooth sailing over there, huh, bud? <laughs> but anyways, not even drunk exists, this time. We watched. I know, right? Maybe that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you're too hydrated. But uh, we watched Planet of the Apes recently. Go yeah. listen to that pod. And that we kind of talk about how that that was like that and that started franchising in like Hollywood. But this solidified it. This yeah. this movie came along that and it it created what you know now for merchandise. Yeah, Planet for, Planet of the everything. Apes and Jaws was pretty much the reason why we decided to do blockbusters this month anyway, because it's right. like Jaws was like the first blockbuster, but then we were talking about Planet of the Apes as like the proto blockbuster. 
Um, but then along comes this movie, and this movie does the whole franchise thing and the whole cultural phenomenon thing. But to be fair, this movie feels very much like... I do feel like it's a little bit ahead of its time, but it's because, like you said, it's the first. Yeah. Um, but even and, then, even then, it's it's just... Just in the like, way that it I feels like an 80s movie, but it's a well, 70s movie. You know what I mean? Right, I always right, forget right, right. that I'm like, oh, this was made in the... In the late seventies, that's pretty good because it's I, like for what it just, for what it was doing. Like you got a lot of movies like that in the eighties, right? Well, I think it just strike the balance. I think back in the day, sci-fi had sci-fi was either a underfunded, so it was campy, uh-huh. or or b so hard and serious that it kind of alienated. It's like you know, it's viewership. It totally it was very it's skewed, niche, yeah. skewed to like definitely... all adult. And a like, well, you had you know, like Star always, Trek, which was which was very popular, but it was like very much right, like that, that quote unquote budget. intellectual and like right. right. They they leaned on, um, you know, strong writing to try and uh, get around the budgetary right. constraints, which obviously Star Trek is a whole other animal as well. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm thinking like even like 2001. Yeah, which is like well, that's the that, that's the know, epitome that, of like hard sci-fi. That, to this day, that's yeah. still like it's <laughs> like a hard right. movie. Still considered, and it, it just you know 2001 shows you, um, what you can what how you can create space because there's a lot of like movies before it that have space, but it's like it looks like a flat 2D photo that's being filmed, where 2001 has really rich textures. Yeah. Just like this film. Dead. I mean, I I feel like I feel like you you are in outer space here and it it's done really well. But I wanted to say real quick. So, what version did you watch? You did you you the one you lo- uploaded, right? No. Onto Plex? I didn't. I didn't. So, I didn't watch dude, that. Dude. <laughs> the one uploaded to Plex was a remaster. No, they all are. Like, they all are. Is that it? So they don't have the original doesn't exist doesn't anymore. Exist, huh? Theatrical dude. release. That's kind of what I assumed. I didn't like I didn't I, read that like I'm sure, as fact, I wonder if you could but, find it. I didn't search too hard for it, but um apparently, yeah, it's like very like dude. They didn't want it. They just erased over the old ones cuz I watched That's the one on so, I watched the one on Disney so Plus, brutal. which is essentially I'm pretty sure is the same one cuz it's the it's, blue, it's the Blu-ray release, the 2011 yeah. Blu-ray release, which yeah. is the 1997 essentially is when they cuz they remastered in 1997 to coincide with the upcoming release of the prequels and the, all yeah. this shit and it's it i feel like that it. is the <laughs> worst thing about this movie because on its own i i yeah. went in trying to watch it because i haven't seen this movie let's let's go back a little bit let's let's take oh, a yeah, breather because yeah, yeah. it's yeah is this the first we usually like to open up no, is this the first time you've seen no, this definitely not. what what are your what are your um, thoughts and i've actually i think this might be second time maybe third max it's probably my third honestly i think it's only my second time but it's like a testament to the actual movie itself and its cultural phenomenon i remembered like everything about yeah pretty much which is wild yeah you know yeah surprisingly because that's how come when i saw the new cg it was disgusting and i was like confused but anyways yeah new new cg is a relative term too (laughs) because holy shit true true yeah true there was yeah just the fact that they did that anyways is like gross. it adds nothing it like really d- takes everything away from the show but but anyways i'm i'm, I'm getting ahead no, of this we'll, we'll get on that because it's like yeah what were your thir- I, I, well, first see, thoughts i've seen it as a kid a bunch of times yeah. a handful of times and uh thought it was fine and then i uh watched it 
I think last time I probably watched it was like high school or something, and and I was like, this is fine, but I don't like. And then the more the series went along, I was like, I really just don't like this series uh, as a whole. And then I became an ultimate hipster. I didn't like Star Wars back before it was you know cool to not like Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was just fine, but you know I didn't do whatever. But uh, so coming back to rewatch it, I mainly I get in the argument because people are like always fucking sucking Star Wars dick and Marvel's dick every time they learn that I like movies they're like oh my god have you seen Star Wars the new Star Wars movie have you watched fucking Mandalorian or whatever and uh, I'm always like I always gotta go on a rant about fuck the mouse and all this whole shit but uh, (laughs) this time I went in I I went in with fresh eyes and an open mind I did I I was like you know what I'm gonna give this movie another chance I'm gonna try and imagine what it was like to see this in its time period, I'm gonna let I'm gonna try and forget about the prequels and forget about George Lucas and forget about fucking what the the giant corporate money making machine it is now and think of it as the like blooming sci fi, uh, you know, big boy coming on the scene and blowing everyone's socks off. And I, I sort of could get it, you know what I mean? Like I, it had it I, had a lot I of charm. Totally did. I, I did. No, I came in. Yeah, I came in with like. So but I came those in expecting scenes, it to be those those KKK. That's the thing. So the, they constantly the funny thing took me out of it. One hundred percent. So the 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 funny thing about those CG scenes is they literally add absolutely nothing. They're just like establishing they, shots mostly. It's yeah, they, and that's why I'm like I'm like I guess it's like you can kind of forgive it because it's not like they they didn't add a completely new character per yeah. se and well, like exp- you they know explain did, it but. Though. Oh, they, they, well, they I mean, okay, so I mean, the, the, I'm pretty the sure Jabba the Hutt is not in the original oh. one. He is no, 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 he is. No, I don't think so. No, I don't. Oh. I don't think so, dude. I mean, and there's sure, there's probably some, said he was. There's some Star Wars nerds I, out here because they said they talk oh, okay. they talk about him obviously, but that scene with with Han and him was a deleted yeah. scene because they were gonna create his model with stop motion, but they never did. Right. So Jabba the Hutt was never in it because you never see Jabba the Hutt because I just watched all three of them, and you yeah. never see Jabba the Hutt oh. in person till the third one, which that's the iconic where Pizza the Hutt comes from. You know what I mean? Um, oh, classic, yeah. The way he looks is like he's a big floppy gross slob, and you well, dude, you dude, hear him, that, but I don't think you ever that, see him. Oh my but god! So dude, that, that scene CG, they added that back CG in. Was, <laughs> okay, horrendous. well that 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 was the scene that like I'm like I'm like. I can't. I mean, you can't forgive that scene. That's so bad. Well, and, it and not even, not even like CG. It's just the fact that, like, the fact that, like, they just did that. I don't know. That's wild. Now I don't know. It's kind of weird to think about, like, coming back and changing your movie so drastically later in life, and then but erasing over the past. That's the part I think that bothers. If you most. wanted to make a new version, that's fine. But yeah, sure. you leave the other yeah. one. Leave it as it is, especially since it's such a cultural phenomenon and it has so many fans. Well, like, I'm sure there's someone out there who has like a that, laser disc yeah. or, or oh, VHS definitely. or something. I mean, there's those. Sure, yeah. How many fucking we've all seen that South Park episode where they're talking about? Uh, well, I hope so anyway. But it, they're talking about like you know, when does art? You put it out in the world, and art doesn't really become yours. It's not yours anymore after a certain point once you put it out, and it uh, belongs to kind of like everyone. And they're talking about because this, you know, they did an episode like when it, this it happened. Did. Yeah. With Indiana Jones, well, they, right? yeah, they did it at first when oh, he went that. back because they went back and they're like, right. they added CG to the first episode of South Park, and they're like, we wanted to have an expensive uh, spaceship come in, but we had to use paper 
because we couldn't afford it. But now that we can, that's our original vision. You know what I mean? Just ripping on um, George Lucas. And I just got to say, I fucking hate George Lucas. (laughs) I despise George Lucas. We can agree on that. I think it's, I think I've just, what he became. He became the villain. No, dude, he is everything wrong. I mean, sure. With the, with like, I don't know. He's, he's just a good poster boy for what I hate about the film industry. He, He, to me... Well, you got to lump in Steven Spielberg then too, because they're literally well. Spielberg they go hand in hand. I mean, Spielberg has his integrity, sure, if you sure. want to get there, but he I does do. Have. They're literally they're no. Here's the thing, pals. Spiel- they go hand yeah, in hand, Spielberg man. took. <laughs> I feel like it's like that episode of Thirty Rock, where Jack Donaghy makes uh, <laughs> a green zone, and he like takes him under his wing and does this thing, but then he goes totally rogue with it, and because uh, I feel like he took. George Lucas under his wing and was like, okay. And then it's like, George Lucas is like, I want to make movies like my friend Steven and be like a big hotshot director. And, uh, so he made a couple movies and then he made this one and it was a huge hit. And then, so he never really made anything ever again. Um, other than the prequels. And, but it was just like, Oh, star Wars is his cash cow. He's not a filmmaker. He's in it. He's in it for the cash. And he always has been. And he always has been. He sees, Steven Spielberg I can't believe, is an artist. I can't believe I'm I can't believe I'm defending George Lucas right now. But the fact that he stepped away from directing is actually pretty like good for Hollywood and, and just cinema in general. And he just he went to like he went to like technical production. So it's like you know, he, he did like he did sound design and he has this whole like LucasArts studio. Yeah. And that that branched off and created a lot of fascinating things but he really did stay like he basically just created two franchises and then just kept to those he has his indie his indiana jones and he has george lucas had fucking nothing to do with indiana jones no i know i know but he's just he's part of it and they like they they wrote it together right the first i don't think so i mean maybe i could be wrong i'm pretty no I'm, i'm pretty sure they did because they they was shot like what 82 or something right and so i know that they wrote it together, but who knows? You know, really? Credited and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. I was reading. Oh my god! So I was reading something where they they released this movie, thought it was going to be shitty. So George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, they they vacationed. They went like to Hawaii or something, and they didn't even go to the premiere of Star Wars because they were like, "Oh, it's going to tank." We made this like you know silly puppet movie uh, in space. And so they left, and then it was, like, a huge success. But while they were in Hawaii, they they workshopped Indiana Jones. Huh. So, anyways, they've they've been, yeah, they've been together working on it. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, he's he's more like behind the scenes. And then he's just worked on, he's worked on that project. I don't know. Yeah, it's, like, it's wild. Because I feel like we're, I feel like maybe we're a little, uh, you know, unqualified to get into Spielberg and yeah, George Yeah, I guess he helped like, come up history. with the story. Yeah, fucking Because they, it, like, though. they go, uh... Story by... I don't know. I feel like story by credits sure. are bowls. <laughs> I get it. Well, no, and that's a, it's so funny because... It's like some guy walks I, in a room and he's like, Hey, I, think I, just, I had a coolest dream last night. This fucking... Right. This dude's getting chased by Boulder. Make that a movie. You know, and then the writer's like, All right. Yeah. Thanks for... But, and then you'll take all the credit. No, I think I think George Lucas. The, he is someone who like, I would I would call like a poser 
<laughs> he's like a director oh, that came out, massive. made made something made something cool, and then and then like dropped out of the game, had no more artistic direction, and it's like yeah he, yeah, he got lucky because he saw like his I, friend he wanted to be cool like his friend Steven Spielberg, who Steven Spielberg <laughs> actually like does have some talent and has some creative vision, especially in his early days as a director, but also like a Hollywood director within the system, but like. He's like, it's a sweet gig, George. And George's like, I want to be it. And then he got, he did it. He got lucky, and then he fucking banked on that the rest of his life. And now he's a billionaire because he sold that to Disney. Um, yeah. I don't know. This this movie on its on its own is fine, though. Yeah. But yeah. Let's yeah. Let's reel it's it back. Fine. Let's reel it back. <laughs> Star Wars. Well, and that's that's kind of the funny thing. Like, he um. See, I have never seen THX. One one three eight. I've seen like a couple scenes from it, but I want to. I actually do. I, mean, I do want to watch the whole thing though. Right. Because American so, Graffiti is pretty good. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. It's okay. American Graffiti's Graffiti's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I, I remember. It's like remember a. It's like a cleaner. School, so. It's like a cleaner fifties version of Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's that. It's that whole template it's of da- like the outsiders. Dazed and Confused Just, for Mormons. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's cheeky and it's it's fun. And so with Star Wars, <laughs> they were talking about the 1977 <laughs> Star Wars: A New Hope. Uh, it is fun. I don't know. It's like it, I get it. I'm like, I'm I'm an adult now and trying to avoid all the all the context and how big this franchise is. I was trying just, to I was trying to separate it, it from the baggage. I I. Love my number one thing. I think is amazing is the world building. Hundred percent. There dude. are there are so many characters in it that are like super unique, and they're like they're they're campy, but it works really well. I you know it's like how it was shot. It's like it's nice that it's dark. It's the cantina, you know, is classic. You uh-huh. can't like you can't I, you can't get around that scene without. I think that's you know, can't talk about this movie without that scene. I think that's why I'm so that. so angry is because this movie has. <laughs> Like, not even just this movie. Because on its own, this movie is pretty good. It's a pretty good starting point, you know. But it's like this series has so much potential because it's like I fucking... I think the world is great. And I think the art design is really, uh, really cool and really unique. Um, and I really like that's what's been built upon it. So I'm glad now that it's like we're kind of getting this explosion of, like, other Star Wars properties. Because it's like you're finally getting to see... Because, uh, truth be told... If you haven't figured it out already, I don't give a fuck about the main saga, the Jedi the, the, Luke Skywalker the, saga. Like I think, Skywalker I think they're saga, fine, yeah. but it's just like honestly, the Jedi's are. I'm like sick of hearing about it. But that's why I think Rogue One is probably my favorite. <laughs> I, um, my favorite that, Star Wars I, movie. So, so and I want to see, I want to see more shit in the universe for sure. And we're getting more video games lately, which I'm into. So I'm, I I'm do, there. I've only ever seen the like quote unquote original six. The, like original six. One to, oh, like the right? prequels. One to six. Yeah. So yeah. So I've seen the yeah I've seen the first three that came out seventies eighties, and then the two thousands early two thousands ones, and so that's that's as much as I've been immersed in this. Yeah. But I I know a lot about it. I know that it's like 
the the universe and canon, all the books that are out, and yeah. like the Mandalorian got my attention. I, 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 I am little, actually gonna probably watch that little, now. That uh, I'm like, I'm baby baby Yoda fatigue. I'm soaking but, in the Star Wars because, like, like I said, it's like the first right. one. I was like, eh. That's fine, but I was rubbed. I couldn't let the baggage go because of all the restore, all the all the remastered scenes and the weird CG and the like. I I couldn't let that go. But then I watched the second one. and There's hardly any of that, and the second one's very good. Cool. And so I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm, I'm on board. You know what I mean? And the third one is like pretty goofy and dumb and has more of that again, more stupid CG that's unnecessary. Uh, but it's because George Lucas stuck his big fat dick in it again. But uh, his, sorry, his, I don't know his tiny little shriveled dick. But <laughs> yeah, that, either way, don't even yeah. But uh, you don't need to body shame him. He's just he's just unoriginal and has but, has very little talent. I don't know the things he wants to put in there are like fucking nobody. It's just that's what sucks is like he he has no one to stop him and say don't do that. Like like maybe reel it in and try to ground it because this this original movie is pretty grounded. Yeah, and it's like you can see all the little seeds that were planted and then they and then I actually think that like the what are they fucking called? The prequels, you know. Yeah. The, it became like the it became self-important because it's like this became so think, huge, yeah. so important to so many people. Which is, which is, I think, right. obviously, and the most. They important. did a great job. Inspired they did, so many did a great job. It's it's actually kind of unique to have like to have so many to have like a huge a huge prequel set come out later. It's usually like one movie will be a prequel, then they'll do some sequels, you know, like that. It like it feels pretty calculated and planned. It's kind of wild to me, though, that there was such a huge gap. I actually wonder what that history is. Why Why there's a gap from, like, what is it? 80. <laughs> you know, it's got to be, like, fucking what? It's like 83 to 99. 83 yeah. to 99? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a huge it's a huge gap for, like, not having any movie properties. And it's probably because he was setting up his studio, George Lucas, and, you they know, were making, focusing They were making a lot things. of video games in that time, which you think is, uh, right. you know, Star Wars is perfect for video games. Because it's like it has so many, and I think that's what's so what why it became so popular about this is because what makes it so good for video games is that there's just kind of so many elements that work for so many things. You know, there's like right. there's deep world building, there's like cool fighter scenes in space and on the ground, cool blasting scenes. So it's like you got first person shooters, you got fucking side scrollers, you got RPGs, you got all this shit, but like. The fact that there's so much of those, there's like, there's kind of something for everybody. And I think that's why this yeah. became so popular is because it's like, it's just a classic hero's journey story, which you can't really go wrong with. And it's got, it's a fun setting in a unique sci-fi fantasy world that's got a little bit something for everyone. Like it fucking came in, did what it did, above average, and it fucking exploded. And they I feel like they just didn't know what to do with it, especially George Lucas. So it's just like yeah. he stepped away. They made the second one, which is even better, I think. And then so it's like this became such a phenomenon. And so I don't know why he was just like he had to go back. He's like, no, I've been stewing on this prequel story for so long because it's like there is such a rich. There's so many books. I mean, uh, sh- shout out thing. to Thomas. The- He's the biggest Star Wars oh. nerd I know. Uh, oh, see, he needs to. He should be on the pod then. He should have been here because it's like I kind of. He's need probably someone, screaming I feel at like, me. <laughs> I feel like I, exactly, dude. I feel kind of out of my depth because I'm I like am, I am. I'm like I can talk about I can talk about the movie we have now, but then it's so hard to talk about this contained movie because like on its own, it's it's pretty rich and it has a lot of history. Like there's people who've just written about it a lot, which is fantastic. But it's like 
as this movie goes, it's it's super basic. It's like, I mean, the pacing is kind of trash, um, but that's like that's that's fine. It's a seventies movie. I'm. It's like wild that it's like two hours and ten minutes or something. Yeah. Um, and it feel it. You can feel every minute of it. It's like there's you know I'm I'm enjoying like. I'm enjoying what's going on, what's in front of me. It's like, it's cool to see something. I'm like, oh, the scope is there. But then I'm like, okay, they're just shuffling in the fucking desert, dude. I'm like, all right, get out of the desert. <laughs> we're we're cool. Weird. We're done in the desert. Yeah. Then they're on the desert. Then they're on the ship. And I'm like, okay, cool. They're on the ship. And then it's like, okay, you're just shuffling around on the, the ship. The pacing. You're taking so fucking long on the yeah, ship. Yeah, dude. The, I was thinking <laughs> that. That was my. The pacing is weirdly yeah. fast and slow. And slow. Right, right. And there's no, there's no like. <laughs> like. The music, would, you know, there's no music, but clearly it's it like, would quickly be like, yeah. oh, okay, now they're so, doing this thing, but the way they're going about it is very like it, slow. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's, it's weird. <laughs> it yeah, is it's weird. weird. It's like I think I think the scope's there so it keeps you entertained, but I like I'm just like to think about the things like critically. I'm just like it, it's like it's shot well, but then it's also pretty stale well, when it comes to. Uh, Pacing. My biggest and the thing, editing is funny too because it swipes, dude. I love, I love it. the swipes. It's so I cool do. to I'm see that. Yeah, that. like it's like it's like wild to be like I haven't really because most I miss most a good swipe, dude. Watch... I miss a good swipe. <laughs> right, right. That, you don't. That's a yeah, nostalgia like, thing for sure. I think it's like yeah, swipes weren't really used. Like even even back in like the '60s and '70s, I mean, just in film history. I think you didn't this really era use swipes though, too much. It's the the yeah. the uh, the height of the action adventure movie. That was so popularized right. by these guys, Lucas, Spielberg, Zemeckis, all these guys in the eighties, they they use their swipes, man. And that's <laughs> I think that's like yeah. what popularized it. And it's like they kinda they were kind of a fad, but I say let's now you only see them like stylistically, but let's bring them back. Uh-huh. You know? Right. Or you see them like, yeah, they're they're used ironically yeah. or to as a joke. Of, to give you that. Yeah. To give you that like Yeah, you know, or to be like a nostalgia, nostalgia trip. Cause you'll see it. Right. I've seen uh I've seen episode seven. The the what the first wow. of the newer ones, yeah. Force Awakens, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was fine. Yeah. I don't know. It was fine. I'll, I'll again. I'll probably rewatch those, um, and then the show. But um, I know we were they we were a, thinking about like we were thinking about going through it, but I just don't know if I can. I don't know if I can stomach. Check like, the second one out, maybe if it, you got it in you. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, we should because that's because see that's the thing. It's, it's got the best. Movie, it's I got the best waiting. art direction. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Because I, I was like waiting for like certain scenes, but I'm like, oh, they don't go on Hoth in this one at all. Yeah. It kind of like, you know, it it's fun to see the worlds and like, it's just you well, know cool to see them build this universe. And it surprises but me. In this movie, it seems a little fast. It does. Well, it, it surprises me how little is actually in the first one that you associate with the series. Like, there's no Yoda. Right. There's no like. Uh, spoil, he spoiler he alert! Use, he Darth Vader yeah. is his dad. You know. But yeah, but you don't do that, and like he never uses the force, um, like super effectively. He kind of he uses the force to like talk to his mentor, which is you know that's that's pretty much the most he uses it for. It's like he, uh, I don't know, because in the second one, right, doesn't he use it to like get his lightsaber back? And he's yeah, he's a little stronger, right? Yeah, he's he, like, well, because he he Yoda. goes and trains with Yoda and all that. Trains with Yoda, yeah. Um, and so it's kind of cool to see like the little seeds planted for his growth and stuff. But Skywalker is like he is the most boring. Luke is the most boring part of the whole show. He, he really is. <laughs> it's, it's too bad because I mean, like, yeah. that's the. I think that's my biggest problem fundamentally with like the screenwriting in the first one, is it's like, it's fine, but it takes us twenty minutes before we even meet Luke, and he's just some fucking boner kid 
that happens to just be like it's just there's so much conveniences for everything i i'm sure there is loads of lore in some book that explains why the droids are on this planet and then obi-wan is also there and it's just like um you know luke skywalker is just some kid but then it's you know he's actually the fucking son of the ancient darth vader jedi master bullshit uh Right, that's, right, right. It's yeah, fine. I'm sure there's some it's way fine. that he was like in a bassinet and he was like taken down in some right. like escape pod or something crazy. Which I'm sure there. That's the thing. I'm and I bet you it's like, I bet for like even just like a more casual fan, they probably know more of that lore, yeah. which is like, which would really help. I feel like in a show that like, kind of leaves a lot to your imagination. Yeah. You know, because I was wondering like why why is you know it is convenient. You said that in your synopsis yeah. and I loved it because it's like it totally is like a lot of this movie is like. Well, that was that's very convenient, and maybe maybe it kind of plays into it if you think about it. Uh, Leia probably knew maybe that Obi Wan could be on Tatooine, you know? Maybe oh, yeah. perchance she heard a rumor, Good so thing. she sent the droids down there. Maybe you know, and that's that's probably what it was. And maybe I missed that, but anyways, it's like, yeah, you know, there there is like deeper meaning. Sure, there's just stuff I don't know, so that's exist, why I but, I blow it off. Right. But just as the first one, that's again, yeah, it works. That's what I was trying to be like as the first one on its own, no backstory, no nothing. This is the first right. Star Wars thing ever to exist. How does it measure up? You know what I mean? And I'm like, it, it measures up okay. It's there. Well, we got to talk about a movie that we've done a pod on way back in the day, I believe, is Dark Star, which Dan O'Banna is like, that's my that's the sci-fi I'm talking about. Yeah. I like my sci-fi with a little more edge. <laughs> Give um, me a little edge, baby. That's how come, that's how come I like... This this Star Wars, I was actually surprised that there was more edge than I remembered. I think I kind of just assume I relate it to being, like, more for kids. But I was like, it actually is kind of like everyone's a little rough and tumble. And it's, like, it's kind of sterile. And, like, it's the thematically, it's a little more, like, adult than I remember. But then, well, I mean, it's, I think that's, inter, that's probably why they changed, war, which is interesting, you know? Like, right, that's an right. interesting, you put us right in the middle of this conflict. And that's smart. Um, yeah. And it, and it flowed pretty well too. Yeah. It's like I got like it was nice, it, but it's actually that's what that's what's that's how come it's done so well. It's like you just have it's such you can see these people in silhouette, like you know you can see mm-hmm. all the all the bad guys and you can see the good guys. You it's like the divides there and you have your people to root for and like dude that the Darth Vader's like entrance is really dope. It's like super iconic, and so I I. I respect it. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like uh, upon watching this, I'm like, okay, I really like it more. But then I can't. I don't know. Fun just, uh, as a whole. Fun thing head. that I just I realized another thing that the first one didn't have that came in the second one that I was like, oh shit, that wasn't in the first one, which I always thought it was. Was that the iconic Imper- Imperial Death March, the Darth Vader music, the that wasn't in the first right. one, and then it showed up in the second one. I was like, oh shit, there it oh, is. <laughs> yeah, and it, and then that's kind of one thing I was saying too is a little flat is like the music in this is like weak. It's like literally just that one. It's the iconic the, like, one. The but... theme song, the theme song. And then it's just kind of played in different versions throughout. Well, we t- the we movie. talked about John Williams a bit when we did talked about jaws, which I think is probably my favorite John Williams score. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Something about John Williams is an interesting dude. His is, well, I don't know anything about him as a person, but his music is yeah. like, simultaneously like perfect but also like it's it's just too bubbly slightly for me then i'm like i almost wish i'm like oh man this like almost gives it like it takes the edge off 
which I guess I'm a giant edge lord and I will yeah. like like little edge, right. uh-huh. but it's probably perfect for what these movies are. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's yeah. like imagine this movie. I can I can imagine it like scored a little bit darker, cut a little bit darker, and being a totally different vibe. It could because I mean there's there is some like there's dismemberment. Yeah. There's you know there is a. You know, well, I mean, it's, it's like it's real. It's real high stakes. I mean, they fucking blow right. up an entire planet, man. Like that's those are uh-huh. how how right. higher stakes cool. than that? Well, dude, yeah. do you know what this this movie this movie gives me like a lot of? I wonder if they were like into um, like anime structure. It's it's kind of interesting. Like watching watching anime nowadays. I don't know enough about they, anime it, in the fucking seventies, though. You know. I know that's true. Yeah, it's probably it probably wasn't quite the same. Get, so if, like get, anime might have see it, been influenced by Star Wars because Star Wars was such a huge influence. Yeah. But it, it just I don't know. It gives me it gives me a lot of like. Well, this is some know, other sacrilege too. But, uh, but Pablo and I we say like, and I think I don't know maybe you. We've always said like this movie is one of those movies. Uh, we call it. We do call them our Star Wars or our Beatles things, where it's like we don't. We think they're fine, and we think. You know, it does what it does okay, but it's mostly important for the influence it had on its collective medium. Because without Star Wars, I can't even imagine what the film landscape would look like. Like, this movie had such a dramatic, like, not only just, like, the types of movies, but, like, filmmakers themselves. Like, from Kevin Smith to fucking Seth MacFarlane to, like, everyone... Had some there's, there's like a Star Wars parody and everything. There's a fucking like these movies. There's a reason why they're the most. It's the most popular series like in the world because it's like they shaped right. fucking generations and continued to do so for better or worse. Um, for the for the it's last kind of for the last forty though, years, just you know? a quick almost forty years, a quick like right, a quick like search though, like nineteen seventy seven movies. We've got it's it's like it's weird. You have a lot of the same structural like hero's journey, and then you you pretty much have all your like your your action movies and your horrors and like Close Encounters. No, if anything, it says that it says that was seventy seven. Is that really seventy seven? I thought that was like I thought that was eighties. But anyhow, so it's a like Close Encounters. You do you kind of ha- you have your sci fi resurgence, but it's rooted it's rooted in more. Like it's, well, I feel know, like it's grounded perfect timing because so. uh, we've talked about this a little bit before where it's like in the 70s you got like the resurgence of more like you know grittier artists like film oh, I mean it started in the 60s but you got like you know people doing things yeah. a little bit off the books like you have that well, different dude, golden age uh, Scorsese coming in making things like Taxi look Driver what, and look shit. what else came out 77 was a racer head. Why couldn't have that? Why couldn't that have changed the whole landscape? Can, can we imagine? Come on, imagine, come on, man. I want imagine a world. It's like <laughs> an alternate reality where a racer head was the most is was as popular as Star Wars. Dude, Rick, Rick and Morty's got to make an episode about that or something, man, because it's like that would totally exist. Is like you get so many people that up. just like got tattoos instead of like. Of Jedi and the forces yeah. in you. It's just like in heaven, everything's fine. Like, it, and it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like people are just wearing that that hair for Halloween. God, fucking eraser head <laughs> was seventy seven. Like, That's wild. Seventy seven. I know. That's dude. what I'm saying. It's like th- everyone's just got the baby stuffed like, animal. But movies uh, were getting kind of getting kind of whack. Like breaking breaking the mold, being kind of crazy. And then this movie came along yeah. and was like, okay, 
we're going to take this super well, fun, we, accessible sci-fi. Like, it really was just that's, like... That's what we're seeing. We're, yeah. we're seeing... We've always had the extreme corners of that niche, that really, yeah. you know, extreme movies. And then we always kind of had, like, the, like, lower budget kind of, you know, simple movies. We never we never had, like, a mid-ground. And that's that really is, like, what we got with these, like, young 70s directors. Yeah. It's like... Kind of a nice wanna, mid-ground on what we see now. I just, it's like, I, I, I just, it's really cool. It's to see unfortunate because this, uh, again, I'm, I'm happy now. As much as I dislike the state of Star Wars as a, as a series, I haven't watched the most recent two, or in the mainline series or whatever. But well, and, and Mandalorian's the one I kind of want to just, just jump I want into to. because I've, I've heard, such I've heard Mandalorian. And it's good. like I love. I love the like I love the Western aspects, like the the actual like Western film genre yeah. aspects of it, and the like samurai film genre that they've adopted. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy that. So it's like I'm kind of like oh that'd be that'd be fun to get into Mandalorian, but I mean yeah, yeah. I you were what were you saying? You were. Well, dude, I wanted a, I wanted a, a fun fact that's kind of cool. On me. That that uh that large creature. On Tatooine, you know when C three PO is walking through and they separate, and there's that huge skeleton. Oh yeah, like and the desert dunes, the, whatever. Yeah, and that in the dunes, and it's like, it's like really cool, and you're like, oh, what is that thing? Well, that was actually built. I hope so. It'd be it'd still, be weird if they fucking still, found it. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> but uh, it's like it's not like CG or it's not just, it's not like force perspective where it's like a. You know, because when I was watching it, it's kind of got that forced well, perspective. Well, these movies, painted, painted and it's beautiful because these something. these movies use a lot of miniatures. They use a lot of like right. matte paintings, which uh, I yeah. respect. I, I appreciate that and they, tactile they analog. Up, they hold up. Most of them do Dude, really good. It holds up. Uh, most of them really. No, it holds up so yeah. much better because so it's much a better. real thing that's there. It's not like CG <laughs> that like can age. It can't age. It's a, it's a thing that exists. And you're looking at it, so um, it's like even though even though maybe your eye can tell like oh that's a little it looks skewed it doesn't quite look real it's like your brain fills in the gaps and it looks and, beautiful and it that's, fits that's it fits its own thing. logic but when you throw in you know CG that's like <laughs> so, now at this point is horribly aged and and horribly right. unnecessary and slapsticky right. uh, just to fit uh, slapsticky <laughs> anyway I'm trying to <laughs> I mean, yeah I'm trying to even think like. It would be like I don't know, yeah. It'd be like remastering a song with just kazoo in the background. Like, take any song you love, and then they're like, "Nah, just, just we needed a just kazoo do a remix just like, of it, and kazoo, then like, but kazoo. like, ban all the old <laughs> like, ones." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, that large that large prop that was built is still exists to this day. It's still there. oh, in the desert. It's in the yeah, That's fun. yeah. It's in the Tunisian desert, dude. It's fucking cool. They and they used it in they used it. Uh, in the 2002 one of the one of the versions one of the episode two and then they used it in mandalorian or they or they took down one of the creatures that is that skeleton in the mandalorian which is kind of fun that is kind of fun that's That's cool that's like i like the world man and honestly i want to play i want to play more of the video games i like i'd like uh as much as they all have their problems too it's just uh the fact that this like this franchise is owned by just giant corporate overlords is just so hard for them to take <laughs> risks to try and. That's the thing. It's just everything's that's so the, safe. That's and, the bummer. And uh, basic because right. it's like honestly, it's like back in the day, it kind of was a risk. Like yeah, it was following all the formulas, but it's like there's nothing wrong with following the formula so long as you you know you do it right and you do and it I, well. I and, think that's why the that's why the prequels have have 
softened in people's eyes. I feel like there there are more people who enjoy the prequels for like what they tried to do, you know. But I anyhow, I directly I, people, br- blame the prequels a, for the death of film. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, really though, for but, the, but I mean, like, the death of, of like, Hollywood created. But no, I mean, as like actual film and, medium because it was the first one was the first big movie to be shot all on digital. Uh, and it shows. Like I don't know if you've watched it, but it's just like you can't remaster that, dude. It looks. No. It does not look good. No. Well, it's all. Ugh. It's it's and it's like all green screen and digital. It was like the one of the first movies to do that. again. You know, somewhat pioneering, needing to do this stuff. Someone's right. got to do it. Right. And it was yeah. It was gonna it was gonna exist. We've we've talked about this before on a movie. I think we talked about it on like Assassination of Jesse James or The Coward Over Four. Yeah. Because like. Deacons shot it, and it's like he he talks about how he only shoots digital now, and so it's kind of oh, yeah. it's kind of interesting that like digital digital of course was going to come and it was going to have its rough it was going to have its rough patch or for whatever. sure because nowadays nowadays digital is like 100 percent seamless done right and yeah. so it's like you know we're yeah you know, we've hit you can that. only really the tell the difference is. when you're like see something that's specifically like a specific type of film yeah. and you're like ooh this is shot on film and only if you're a big yeah. nerd. Uh, like us, because it's like right. I'll I'll say, oh, I think this movie shot on film, and then I'll look it up, and I'll be like, it was, and my wife's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> well, dude, the stop animation in this in this movie, the uh, Star Wars nineteen seventy seven, that the stop animation of the three D chess or whatever uh, is so cool. beautiful. Yeah. I love stop animation. Yeah, so I love much. the miniatures, dude. <laughs> I love the the design of all the ships, um, and like yeah. the star destroyer ships and the deaths are like it's just a cool design and the costume yeah. design like from the get go I imagine watching this as a kid in 1977 going to the theater as like a fucking 11 year old boy or something and just seeing those stormtroopers come out for the first time with their laser blasters and just seeing those giant laser guns and the sound effects and just being like whisked away like that is that's magical there's something magical about that uh, and I and I appreciate how I how iconic that is so it's like there is something about this movie and this series as a whole that it, it like entrances me. I'm just mad because I feel yeah. like it's not lived up. It hasn't reached its potential because it has potential. Right. Like I feel like this entire like I want to see the perfect for me anyway. It's totally subjective to me. I want to see the perfect Star Wars in universe medium that's like fits to like what I think it, it ought to be. It's Denise Villeneuve's Denise Villeneuve's Dune. Can I introduce yeah, you? Right. To the, that's those actually watching it though. That was kind of the vibe I got. Oh, this is like, definitely. I was like, oh if, man, if Star Wars Dune like, inspired. That's a sci-fi inspiration yeah, for and that's for the so thing. I think I think Dune inspired Star Wars, but then Star Wars put it to screen, and now that is kind of the the screen. You know, Adaptation. If you know what the perfect movie would have been is if you split the difference between seventy-seven Star Wars and uh, what was it, eighty-two or eighty-three? Dune, uh, Lynch's Dune. Split the difference. Uh, between, maybe eighty-six even. Split this, the yeah. difference between those two. Uh, you know, rein in Dune a little bit and give it more of the structure of Star Wars, <laughs> um, and you have the perfect sci-fi movie. Yeah. I know we so we we do a bonus episode about Dune, yeah. and you, I think you can go listen to that. It's, it exists. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on our well, Patreon. We, yeah, you can go listen to it. We Patreon, do right? about the OG but, uh, Dune, and I like that movie. <laughs> do, you, do you have um? Do you have any? Uh, yeah, I got some Reddit's. Reddit's I, for us. I'm I'm actually I didn't I didn't. There's check not. Reddit to see if there's not much. It, I'm surprised for a movie as Star Wars. Yeah. There's only two. Um. 
So I'll say, so uh, I don't know if this is Il Hastega or Two Hastega. Uh, says, it's so tragic to me that the original theatrical version is almost unobtainable. This movie is really impressive and charming when you view it in a vacuum without the context forced upon it by 45 years of installments. Um, couldn't agree Couldn't agree more, because it's that, like... Yeah, perfect. Uh, and then Responsible Bat 658 says, Luke was able to hit the Death Star target in the trench because he had been flying through canyons and hitting Womp Rats in his T-16 since he was a kid. Uh, he was made for this moment, the Force working in mysterious ways to prepare him. Now he's in the trench, but even though he's got the skills and even has the voice of his mentor guiding him from the astral plane, he's saved by his friend Han Solo despite all those skills. Luke can't do it alone. He needs help. It really is great writing. To which I don't know if I agree with that statement. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that that scene in particular, sure, I, I understand. I can see your... I just feel like... Feel like when it comes to like stakes, the stakes weren't very high to me. It's like they, they were high enough, but I, I just think. But <laughs> there's some there yeah, was some it, weird bits. It would be more. It'd be better for his character, but that's the thing. It'd be better for Luke's character to succeed and do it on his own, even though. When he his first line is, but I wanted to go to Tashi Station and pick up some fucking power converters or whatever, and he's like a whiny little kid, and then now he's like a like. Uh, I feel like they could have done a right. little bit more well, to bring us to that I, point, to be like, I know he's the, be- he's like the best starfighter like, I've met, you know, and I'm just like he I is. Know. There's 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 one scene that establishes the fact that like he's a bootlicker and he wants to go work for the he wants to be in the <laughs> yeah. army, you know, when he talks with his dad or he talks with his uncle about that, and then I guess two scenes technically because he could when he shows up he meets his friend who's made it into the fleet and he's like. Oh, I'm finally here. I get to be in the fleet. And he literally no remorse. He's like, I'm so happy I get to be here because my entire family, Dude. my entire roots See, are destroyed. That's, that's what bugs me. And having watched so, the two sequels yeah, yeah. right now, he's way more like, conflicted about who's my father. What was my father like that okay. I've never even met? Um, can yeah. I kill him? Blah, blah, blah. Once he finds out he's Vader. But it's like. He didn't give fucking two passing glances for the skeletal corpses, <laughs> the burned out husks. Know, they were, yeah. <laughs> like they're literally they skeletons, know. which is like pretty brutal. Um, yeah. Of his aunt and uncle, they're, he's just like, oh no, well, no, okay, Obi Wan. He like, literally sh- He like shrugs. Yeah, he shrugs and goes, "I'm in." Like I'm. I'm <laughs> you I'm son like, of a. It bitch. kind of almost like it just is. It is just so much like it is that it's like so convenient. It's like everything's so convenient um, but then it's a hero's journey so it kind of has to be like yeah it has to be like and then this happens that's fine and, and this i just think it'd be better if he had like a super i feel like i remember him having more of like a superman or not superman spider-man like uncle ben type like he was really like yeah. oh my uncle blah 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 me too me too i thought he cared but about his uncle but he's just Obi, complained it, yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah it's all obi-wan which i just gotta i just gotta mention because i don't get it at all but again maybe there's some in lore thing i don't know but having what was it like to see this in 1977 and then just see um, Darth Vader chop at Obi-Wan Kenobi and then Obi-Wan Kenobi just disintegrate? Like, is that what happens? Because I was like, is he yeah, dead? Is that... And then I'm like, okay, no, I think I... he's dead. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why? No, it, it, I remember it in my head. Is that, is that how Jedi's died? a lot more important. <laughs> right. right. When you well, get more of a like, reaction out of Luke, he's like, no, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Well, and you're supposed to, I'm assuming you're supposed to just, like, you know, uh, be comfortable with the fact that they get to choose 
when they like die essentially like he can ascend and now he just lives in the ethereal I was plane I was really like, confused by it cuz even Darth Vader was like her and he like pokes his I, know, I <laughs> noticed that I noticed that when he like swipes through it and then he yeah he like pokes it with his foot like he's yeah, he's almost like, oh, I will. He's like, maybe he just like was like, I needed to see that. Gore. I know. Like, you're my, you know. And then it just, watching this now, it plants the seeds, but then the prequels, like, I'm thinking about, you know, scenes in the prequels, and I'm like, this movie, it's like, it's like, so, the prequels are so intense for how little happens in this movie, right. you know? And so it kind of like doesn't balance itself well, out. Darth like Maul gets, the scope. if I recall, gets, you know, chopped in half at the end of the first one, episode one. Right. And uh, he doesn't disappear into a cloud of farts. Like, I don't know what this is. No. He's not a pile of robes. No. But that's, but, but that's what but I'm Yoda saying. But Yoda does. I think that Yoda he... Yoda dies and just vanishes. Yeah. Maybe because it's good people get to choose to live inside of your brain tumor. <laughs> they can go and they can speak to you and your mom. They just become like a lesion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is what happens to the, they when become, you're on the, they become, the good side uh, of the force. Yeah, they're in Where's AM the radio neutral side of the force? It's always the good or the evil. It's like, I want to meet the Jedis that are yeah. like morally ambiguous. <laughs> well, dude, that right there. Okay. okay. We're, we're like, you, you've already mentioned uh, Kevin Smith briefly. But we have to get into Clerks. It's it's so funny. What this movie has influenced so many great Every, scenes in movies that that I like a lot more. Like Clerks is one of my like favorite movies of all time. It's super influential for Same. me on being a director and or whatever you know, just for being being, in the film in, being an independent artist. And right, and they have a they have a conversation in that movie about the Death Star getting destroyed. And the fact that there's like a bunch of independent contractors working on it, and so it's like the like the Jedi's or whatever the, the is it what are they called the Starfleet or whatever they murder millions the of rebels. people or yeah. you know at least thousands. Well, of well that's rebels in that murder thousands because that's people. the thing I don't like about the third one. It's like a rehash because in the third one they're rebuilt. They're building another another they're Death Star, so it's Death under Star. construction. Which that's what they say. Right. It's like the first time. It's like. You know, you're killing a bunch of baddies, but it's yeah. the size of a moon. So, like, you're killing like a fuckload of right. baddies. That's like that's like dropping no, a nuke. But that's, but you're, but you're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me that there weren't like, Nur- you know, like nurses, any <laughs> any children, any nurses. There weren't, there weren't no, any people saying. on it's like, that. It's like dropping a nuke. It was just all up. just virile, virile, just strong faceless, men that were working faceless that. evil stormtroopers yeah. only. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like yeah, we can like I I get like. That we can just strip their humanity down because they're quote unquote evil, yeah. but it also is kind of funny to just be like, I don't know, it it, it would be kind of cool to get more of like, uh, straight up just like political drama you, Star Wars. You episode, should, you, know? <laughs> you should really watch. I'm I'm gonna rewatch it. I'm going to rewatch it. So maybe we'll do maybe we'll do like a bonus or something one of these times. But I'm gonna rewatch Rogue One. Um. Cause I know I, you told me about I, I liked it, and it. Victoria likes it. I liked well, it because it like much, it but. has nothing to do with Jedi's. There's like I don't I think there's like one lightsaber right. for like a minute. No, and it's and it's the gap between, yeah. like it's the it's like the scrolling. So that and that scrolling text is really cool. It's iconic. It's like the scrolling text that explains you know basically that scrolling text is the is like the synopsis or that's the, the plot. That's the closest Rogue One. Oops. So that's. Pretty, that's pretty that's the, like interesting. Yeah. Well, it's the closest to the version of my Star Wars that I have because it is just a, it's just a hard, like a hard boiled like intergal. It's just intergalactic civil war. It's just people doing sh- skeezy things for this rebellion group against the fucking fascist empire, um, and it's cool. 
it's cool that way because it's literally just that and it's much more grounded in that way and just uses the universe to kind of propel it it's not like there's not this weird i don't know i think i think the force for me and this is just a personal taste i think the force is just kind of hokey man i don't know like it works oh i like it it works I, i like the it works I don't know. I guess it's just I like it the, works, um, but it's the the mentor aspect in There's it, a, and like learning and the powers like, are cool. It's, it's just uh, it's also religion, so yeah. I mean, but in this universe, obviously, it's real. You know what I mean? But it's like essentially right, right, right. not like our religions, am I right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> suckers. <laughs> uh, but it's like I don't know something. It's just like it's just so convenient, and it's just like the reverence in which they treat it. They're like, it's the force. You know, and I'm just like, okay, everyone just calm the fuck down, okay, with the force. <laughs> like, we get it. It's it's like, you know, yeah. you're all holy to the force. I don't know. That's just that's just me though. But uh it also seems like it's a real it's it's smart as a writer's move because then you're like, So how does he get okay, the force. Yeah, the force tells him. His, right, the disembodied right. voice can, of his mentor, you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Convenience. Yeah. You can kind of bridge that gap. Instead of it, yeah, and it like it it it's it's fun to have that fun. be like a huge spiritual pool it's, that everyone can like dip into in case they need like they need this, that extra. This push, movie's you know? not the kind of movie. It's not like this one that's gonna like oh it's gonna change my beliefs on the things. But it's like you know it's got heavy enough themes. That's what I'm saying. It strikes a it strikes a great balance, and that's why it's so popular. It's because it's it's fun and uh, but it's not completely devoid of thought. You know. It's uh yeah, right exactly like yeah. a lot of other movies. They take they take a nice and like like some of the other yeah, ones nice. in the series. Um, let me you got a money minute for me and I'll go ahead and pull up. Did Travis Lee's voicemail? I'm sure he did, right? Uh huh. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis got one on there. Yeah, I mean this is yeah. It's uh you know, um, it's it's budgeted and rumored around eleven million. Okay. But I think it's I think it's less than that. It's kind of hard to find because this is such a huge. A huge scope, and it because it was remastered and everything. It's kind of hard to find exactly if that's <laughs> the right burn, number. They I burned like the original a little, a little less. But really, though, yeah, it's like that. Those records and how they kept records and stuff back in the day is harder. But anyways, eleven million is what is like on the internet. And then it was the first movie. This is the real number because this was a historic number. It made well. It made it made seven hundred and seventy-five million. <laughs> Which is that's, which is that's bonkers. a fuckload, especially it was, it's the for first, the seventies, nineteen seventy-seven. It was the first movie in history to break five hundred million, and by a by a pretty so, good margin too. Yeah, <laughs> huge, and it like like Jaws Jaws did four hundred, so that's like and that, you know, so it was kind of cool. Back I, then, that's I thought Jaws was huge. like the first. That's huge. That's that's wild. I mean, that's, that's the reason we have Star Wars now to this day. It's insane, you know, and it's like. But, with Jaws, Jaws, you just didn't have. That's what's that right there. We kind of already like nailed why this sh- why this movie works so well, is it has such a rich world, has enough characters to derive from, so you just kind of get to continuously tell a story. Yeah. Like you even have a, a movie, twenty or God, what are we looking at now? Like forty years later, that you yeah. like. <laughs> You're like, oh, I like. This and it even another. ties into the main so, story, like, with, with like pretty right, importantly, I guess. Right. It's not even a yeah. spinoff, which there could be literally countless, countless spinoffs. Countless, yeah. yeah. And you want to know a fun Dude's. fact, real quick? R two D two originally. I want, dude. It would be great to have the original script. I'm sure it exists somewhere. Maybe, maybe. it's been burned but too. R two, 
R2-D2 actually spoke, and he would say words, and he was really vulgar, <laughs> but, they, but they took it out, but they left it in on set, so when they were, like, shooting all the stuff with C-3PO, it was, like, his reactions to, like... That's swear, hilarious. It would be... The actor, the actor doing the running the lines and being like, you know, like we're in, we're in fucking trouble, and then like C three PO being like, oh geez, like reacting to it. So I'm like, that's that, pretty. That cute. is kind of cute. Yeah, actually, that adds a. I kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kinda no wonder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can talk about we can talk about a lot of people getting fucked over yeah. in, <laughs> in this movie <laughs> for money wise. I just gotta say too, same great. Like, I really thought I remember Princess Leia being much more important than she is, like. She's very you know, much right. just kind of uh, just there because they, uh, I don't know, <laughs> like yeah. in this one. In the sequels, she's like a little bit more of a substantial role, but like she's important because right. she's... I mean, I, I feel like they made her, they've made her pretty independent and, and strong, which is cool. You know, like it, it's like her and, her and Han's relationship doesn't really exist, but it totally like, it's the... It's the seeds. This movie really it plants does, like, the seeds it for sure. Seeds for sure. Well. Yeah. All right. Let's let's see if we can't hear this. Right. Yeah. Old Travis. See if you can hear. It. Have you read it yet? All right. No. Well, let's let's see if this is the time. Hey guys, or should I say, Star Wars haters? I haven't watched the original Star Wars since I was a kid, and I have to admit I liked it more than I thought I would. I was impressed by the 1977 special effects and the creative characters, robots and creatures that fill this far, far away galaxy. So my question today is, by John Lucas starting the series on episode four, do you think that helped the, the success of the series so much, or do you think a traditional start at episode one would have worked as well? Thanks. Oh. Thanks, Travis. I heard it. That was great. Thank you Thanks. for calling um, I want to know, you saw it as a child, Travis? Let me know. Did you see it in theaters? That would be... I'm interested to know if How old is Travis? He's and not that also, old. No, I thought... Dude, I don't, my... I don't my now, I've, now I've got him my, on the spot, and he's like 65. Right? My <laughs> parents... Not. He's not. No. My parents were only three years but, old when this came out. I know, Well, dude, yeah, you were... You but were, I'm saying, to see it in theaters, really, you have to at least it, be like, yeah, like 55 right. at least. Well, my... Yeah, and that's, well, that's my... Yeah... I wonder if my parents... i got to ask my mom. I don't know if she's seen it. If she saw it in theaters, because she would be... She's like 53 right now, so... Huh. She was born in like 60. Well, this movie was never supposed to be <laughs> fucking episode four that. until the 90s. <laughs> right. Right. And that is... So, I like that question, Travis. I think that it's actually unique. That is, again, I will yeah. reiterate, I feel like that's when they took a chance. They and they were like, let's do something completely like, different. Instead of making wanna, sequels off of the uh, yeah, third. prequels were never really, and you know, honestly, prequels and, were really never that much of a thing. And so it was like, especially like you said, Jordan, taking this movie that's so iconic and being like, oh yeah, well this is the fourth one now, fuckers. I'm going to make three more right. leading all the backstory leading up to that shit. And so the hype, because uh, we were alive for the hype, and I remember the hype. For, Dude, I remember the I, hype for Phantom Menace. No. And I saw... The, I, uh, the second one in theaters. Dude, I I think I went as a Jedi for Halloween or something in like 2000. We all had li- lightsaber like, toys. I, we I, all had. I might have, <laughs> yeah, I had. I remember having a lightsaber, and I think I'm like now that I'm like thinking back on it, I don't quite remember. You know, childhood, you like don't repress a lot. Repress well. a lot of stuff. I do. I yeah. can't. 
And well, and when I say oh, it is Jedi, I think my mom probably just gave me like a robe, and I had a light. I had a light toilet. Like, it's like here like, they painted you painted the dude, broom blue, and right, 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 right. I'm a Jedi. Maybe even yeah, painted my face. Like I think I might have gotten my face. Painted dude, like you Maul, look like, like Darth Maul or something. But <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, Darth Darth Maul's pretty cool, man. He's yeah. a fun guy. But uh, <clears throat> he's got the tool, the two lightsaber. That's pretty dope. But um, uh, everyone. Everyone liked this. I, it was, yeah, it was a huge cultural phenomenon. I think it's funny that they like they tanked it, but they kept it alive still to this day, which is kind of kind of cool. It's like because everyone everyone hated the prequels when they yeah. first came. That's all I remember is hearing like they ruined the series, and then now they're you know people have softened. I, think, I honestly, and I don't know, I I don't want to go back and watch them because I'm interested because I think the storytelling is probably fine. And the world building is probably, like, again, the, the strong points of the series of, like, the world building and, like, you know, the council and, like, the Anakin Skywalker, like, falling to the Sith Lords and all that shit. Like, that's all interesting, but I think what I remember hating about the originals is, like, the actual quality. Like, they're, they look flat, they look grainy, they are right. not, because they're all shot on green screen practically. The CG does not hold up. They're very early digital. Like, they were taking a lot of risks, and for that, you know, I do appreciate that, because it's like, for big studios to do that, like, they wouldn't do that these days, you know what I mean? I feel like they only do it a couple times, the closest thing I've seen lately that's not a massive, massive franchise that they're making into a massive, massive franchise is, like, Avatar, you know what I mean? Like, they made the one Avatar movie, and now they're making, like, a billion of them off the back of it, and a video game, and all this shit, and it's just like... I don't know, you don't really... And I guess these days they keep going back to the well. We're getting a lot of sequels now that are like 30 years after the original. I know. That's that's always been our problem, too. I mean, that and that's that really is, to Hollywood's credit, been their downfall, is is dipping back in mm-hmm. the well. If something, you know... They, they feed on that yeah. nostalgia. Well, they're like, what, which, what, which made, what made money will make money again. For sure. Yeah. It, it, at least at least once like it's it's rare to have a sequel flop yeah. you know it's not guaranteed that it'll do better than the original all the time but for the most part like historically and statistically a sequel does better than the first one but yeah. if it if it stays if you, relevant and you can get a third one if out you of got, it, it's harder if you got the guts for it though um, I will say if you uh, if you enjoyed this dude Empire Strikes Back is pretty fun like I I, I really liked okay. Empire Strikes Back for the most part I know and we have our we have our if you like this movie watch this movie and it's kind of like this is like the only movie that's like if you like this movie just watch one of the, I'm sure there's some something else out there that was created I'm <laughs> for saying this universe that for, exists go watch but, fucking uh what go watch right. uh David Lynch's we'll do it right now I'm, David I'm Lynch's stopping. Dune I'm so, oh yeah that's David my, Lynch's Dune. if you like oh, this yeah. watch this sci-fi setting same era cool yeah. art design a little bit lost in the weeds with its like trying to adapt uh an insane book and uh the ph- yeah. philosophical and weird elements of it but uh dude i prefer dune a hundred times to this <laughs> i'd watch the original dune on repeat and oh, instead me too but uh yeah no because at least at least in the original dune like you know the last the last the back end is a little rough yeah but it's like so it's got because that's that's what all that's all I care about when it comes to sci-fi. I love a rich texture. That's a comment. It's like Blade Runner. It's got such a dope world, 
and it's like everything exists as grounded reality right. and that's why i respect this but it's like dune it has that it really it's like right. it's, it's a design big, is the best sci-fi. out of them all. it's better it's better than the it's better than the new ones like Denise Villeneuve like strikes a decent balance and he makes it fantastic. He, ma- he makes like, it a much more palatable Dune movie. Is, looks so but the much, original Dune, right? It's a lot more palatable and it's like yeah, the original Dune's yeah, art design. Great, but, it is. It's so you could fucking taste that movie, fucking, man. It's great. Yeah. Um, personally, yeah. I mean, it's not without its flaws, but Fantastic. it's I really do enjoy it. Um, what before we you know we're wrapping it up? Uh, I think we both landed on right. Star Wars has got some pros, got some cons. <laughs> I, I <laughs> but I think I'm. Before we before we watched Star Wars, I was I was like, you know, uh, not looking not, forward to it. Not at all. Just like I was, uh, yeah, whatever. Not looking forward to it. And now I'm now I'm happy to say that I've seen this again. And thank you, Chet, out there. I hope you I hope you listen to this podcast because you were a homie and we watched the VHS in your basement, and that was like that's like uh, you know a shared memory that's that nice. I enjoy. You guys have a lightsaber I, duel. Yeah, hope so. Yeah, oh, buddy. totally, dude. Uh, yeah, Chad, yeah. I hope you listen to this. Love you, miss you. Um, yeah, bud. What was your favorite part of the first one, though? I I know, right? I knew that question was coming. Because there's uh, a, there's a lot to like. There's a lot of flaws. It's like, it's like the cantina. Cantina's fun. The cantina has got you know that it's just got the that's the the cantina is the most like American Western style shooting that you're getting, yeah. and it like. It just looks. It just. It looks fun, and I like like. It's kind of fun to have like the brooding and stuff, but it's like faster than I thought, and kind of not super important. It's like I mean, you know, they clearly that's when they meet Han Solo, but it could have just been you know easier. I don't know, and it's like for how rich the texture is and everything, everyone's kind of just the background character. So, you know, they they interact with somebody really quick, and it's fast, and it's not like that scene needs to. It, I don't think it needs to be flushed out more or anything. It's like, it serves its purpose perfectly. But, I don't know. Probably the cantina scene. Maybe Jabba the Hutt. That was pretty dope when he showed <laughs> the up. The CG Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. I just gave that. That's so trash. That CG Jabba the Hutt that scene, made me. It, I, I literally was wanting to that turn That scene does not need to exist like, either. There's a re- like, they cut it. And no. it's just like, you already know. Because they're trying to be like, oh, he explains like yeah. Han Solo's in debt to Java, and it's like you know, you know already, uh-huh. man. You don't need to have a conversation right. between the two. And Han, yeah, and Han's always, Han's like in debt to a lot of people. It's kind of that's what's kind of fun. I don't like having that, like having Java there, and it's just and his it's his CG really is what I call, it's like. Because I'm sure in the second one he shows up right, and that's no. where Leia's like in the, that's the third slave one. outfit. That's the yeah. third one. What's the second one then? I don't even know if I've the seen second, the second one. The second one's like the best one, man. It's the one on Hoth. You keep saying that, but what, they go on Hoth and he like sleeps inside the Tauntaun, yeah, right? Yeah, and they. Uh, yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> they. <you> mean, it's been... <laughs> well, they on that on that note. What's your um, favorite part? <laughs> I don't know. I thought the the uh, the sequence attacking the. Uh, the Death Star near the end was cool just because I like the way they shot it like in the cockpits and like the TIE fighters and like yeah. flying on the surface like I liked the surface like I like the looks the weird blocky uh, space the white blocky spaceships that, that these movies have are kind of fun uh, I thought it was kind of fun I got a good laugh mainly because it's just like I wasn't expecting it is uh, 
Darth Vader flying in the ship behind them. Like, why? <laughs> like, he's like a yeah, he's like a general. Right, right, he would, and, but he's just yeah, like, he, well, I'm like, going to yeah. get in there and get it done myself. <laughs> And then uh, I, I know. obviously no, no, so no, he I could survive when the ship blows up, you know. But uh, it, I just just like, why do you do that? What? I guess, but he, I mean, Darth Vader, I guess, is a get in yeah. there and get his fucking hands dirty well, kind of guy. And I read, I read, uh, <laughs> I, they kind of do explain it that right in the because he loves to fly Tie Fighters or some shit yeah. in the first one or in the in the what are technically well, first one the but, but but what? in this movie he's just Darth Vader. He's not. It, He's not Anakin. He's not no one's dad. Like, that was never a fucking thing when this movie came out. So, and I think that's the thing I don't like about this series again is like all the like retconning, like, oh, and then you find out later that this was actually this all along. And it's like, well, but like it was never planned that way. And you're just trying to make it seem like it was. But it's like, oh, Leia and fucking, or Leia and Luke are brother and sister. And it's like, that's totally unnecessary. And. Well, and it makes it creepy well, as fuck, Because that's the too, thing. They, they like, ease off of it in the second one. Because like, by the second one, they probably already knew they were going to do that. And they, they um, were like, yeah. oh, Han. But in the first one, it's just like, oh, she's a cute princess. And maybe. But then it's like, no, no, it's his sister. Uh, you know what I mean? And then it's like his twin sister. But it's like, I don't know. There are no seeds for that. And they're just like, let's just build yeah. upon well, it. <laughs> that that shot of Darth Vader like wasn't they went back and redid it to have him like fly away yeah. you know like whatever happened I can't remember he gets like spun around and it's like it's kind of funny that they did that because it's like it totally sets it up where he's gonna yep. live but it would have been better if they like you know left it ambiguous where he, he could have blown up and died but then he could still have lived because he was outside yeah. of the ship but uh, anyway I don't know that's Star Wars it's, I know it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's Star Wars. It's, it's kind of like one of those like you you know it. There's no human being in in America that doesn't no. know Star Wars. So it's no, just you like, can't you can't escape it, it even if you wanted to. <laughs> um, right. But it's interesting because this time around, like you said, I was not ex- wanting to go back in, but I've been I've kind of fallen into it a little bit, and I want I'm like searching now. Yeah. I'm like searching for that Star Wars content that's gonna like because I feel like I have an itch now that it can't be scratched. Because I'm like, I want to like a part of this more than because I keep not liking it very much. And so it's like, uh, like I said, I downloaded Knights of the Old Republic and I was excited to play it. And I played it a little bit, but then my Switch broke. And so now I'm like, fuck. Um, It's like things like that. It's like, I'll probably watch watch the newest trilogy just so I can say I've seen every one. You know what I mean? Why? why, I just totally like... I'm like, oh yeah, duh! I forgot to mention this. So I wanted to mention Dark Star, that they they planted oh, yeah, if a you lot like of this, seeds. Watch Dark Star. God, so Dark Star's like, fucking great. Uh, yeah, and and if you like this, go watch the Hidden Fortress. Like, oh fucking, yeah, I can't believe I didn't even yeah. mention that until now. Duh! Go watch the movie that that was that's the archetype for this movie. That it's literally it's it's like they've said that that's their influence. It's like, you know, it's not it's not like a secret. Like, the Hidden Fortress. It's an amazing movie. I, I know. I was gonna say. I don't think I've seen all of Go Hidden Fortress. It. I just know what it's all about. But I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, I, I, I like so many of Kurosawa's movies like blend together. So I'm like, I'm thinking about it, and then I'm like, no, yeah. I think that's Throne of Blood that I'm you thinking know. of. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, and Throne of Blood's like a bigger one. Throne of Blood and Ron, I was kind of. They're kind of. I can always keep Ron out of my like, head because it's in color. Royalty. You know, that's the one that's in color. Yeah. No. Right. We're. <laughs> Right, that does help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron's so, Ron's so good. But those ones are about, <laughs> those are both more about like nobility, and then this like the hidden fortress is more like peasants and stuff. Cool. But, 
Uh, well, I mean, it does have no. <coughs> she's hi- she's hiding. She's basically a princess fleeing. And All right. Fleeing. So, okay, there, there you go. buddy. There's film history out there. It's rich. This movie is now part of film history because it's yeah. a thousand years old, and we thought it was fun. I, I did I honestly, know, despite me really take, talking all the shit on it, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, and right. Um, I'm glad I rewatched it. Yeah, see, and are you happy now, Travis? We're not. We have anymore. our problems. We're because we have our like, problems. We're not we're only with the, the franchise being less than great. But like the fandom yeah. too is uh, is just so much. <laughs> it's just so much. Right. I mean, yeah. It's like they have a whole Disneyland made yeah. for them. So, it's, but yeah, it's like. But that's the thing. Like we were saying, this had to have existed. A movie had to come out and do this, and so it's kind of fun that it was a. It's like a what? Sci-fi, what would like you know, nine eraser heads look like? You know. <laughs> I I know that's the thing. That, but see, and that's what's cool though is like there is still. There is still what, like what movies? For yeah, movies. for sure. What what movies would we have gotten but, from George Lucas if Star Wars wasn't a hit? Like, I, what? I, know I wonder what actually, he would have yeah, like. What he kept just trying to make like, I just need to make something that's popular because I think that's all he wants to like. He's like, I want to make something popular and and sci-fi because he is a nerd enough. You know what I mean? Obviously, with I don't know his previous well, dude, films, but one thing I'm interested by, I think he, I think if this flopped, he would have, he would have just probably. Well, that's the whole thing. It depends, though. If he didn't have that financial boost to go and do a studio, I think he's always wanted to be. He's more. Of a, he's more of a producer you know? type, so, and like a big. He's a. He's like I'm yeah. a big ideas kind of guy. That, you know, because he he lends right. his story ideas. Like he he workshops Indiana right. Jones or whatever. Because apparently he did the story to that. I'm finding out. <laughs> but it would be. I know. Oh my god. And I. I, yeah, I, I know. I welcome. Yeah. Welcome aboard. But I actually my whole my whole life I thought they like I thought they were like buddy buddy I thought they were like on set. You know, I thought they, I thought it was like, you know, they it was their project together and they like co-directed. Can I just say, why doesn't so. I mean he gets enough love, but like Zemeckis should be more of a household name than he is because with like uh, more than George Lucas because they were all I feel like those are the three guys of that era of like those type of movies and Zemeckis is way better than both of them, I think. All right, we'll save that yeah. for another day. Well, I I think <laughs> I think it would be I think it would be interesting. Um, if these movies flopped, what we would have gotten, and I feel like, I feel like Spielberg might have gone a little more serious because he essentially was like, gonna be like a Kubrick clone, but then the success of these, he kind of went down more of like like a fun you know, like a a- action adventure, go down the middle of the road kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it would have been kind of interesting. I don't know the the landscape could have changed, but we've gotten some good. I think so. I mean, some iconic movies certainly, and influential movies, which I think is important. All right. Well, anyway, um, so we're moving on to more blockbusters next week, and I'm fucking I'm not pissed that it won, but someone, some wait wait what one I'll tell you. So so someone suggested like um, I was gonna put more like we're gonna get more Spielberg movies with blockbusters, obviously because he's the king of them. But uh, I was gonna put more like '90s blockbusters, but then someone was like, right, right. Someone was like, yeah, I want to see some like '60s ones. I'm like, all right, I'm down with that. So. I put up a bunch of yeah. uh, like late fifties and sixties ones, and uh, I, I knew this was going to happen. I put five on there, please, and I said, "No, no." no I said it's the only one I've seen. I, I'm going to end up watching, oh, and it is no. a Spartacus. Well, <laughs> oh, Spartacus! Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, which 
I have okay. not seen it in a long time, and it's I, Co- and it's exactly. Kubrick. I do. I literally. Um, so. Right, right, right. But that's but it's that's, but it's him yeah. doing so the actually, blockbuster I, thing. I couldn't He's, remember. It's him doing the paycheck thing. It's his right. least least Kubrick movie, yeah. but apparently it's still pretty great. Um, I mean, it is. Pretty I'm excited to see it because I've never, I've never, if, if I've seen well, it, I, I don't really remember. I think I'm, I think I might have. Did you vote? Would you, would you vote for watched. it? Uh, I think we did. Was it you didn't vote for Doctor Shivago, you fucker! I was gonna make a, a a propaganda poster for it. I wanted to watch Doctor Shivago because I, know, uh, I really. It's directed by David. I, neither have I, but it's directed by David Lane, who yeah. did. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia, which we watched and really like. I really liked Lawrence of Arabia, so I wanted to watch it. You liked Lawrence of Arabia too, oh, yeah. okay? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. of Arabia was anyway. dope. Um, so next week we're watching Spartacus. So go check it out. We're gonna, we'll be back next week with that. If, Thanks for listening. If you want to uh, watch it um, on a streaming service called Plex that we would provide you if you join our Patreon. It uh, is pretty dope because it's got like all yeah. of our movies on it so you can just keep right up. You don't have to worry yeah. about finding it a, anywhere because half the time this yeah. shit is not streaming. Keep a Plex server and I, I know that's coming handy because we'll yeah. buy the movie and put it on the Plex so oh, that we totally. can all watch it. That are Those of us that are um, intimate members of the film club and or, or uh, and patrons. The people who yeah. are part of our Patreon is Kylie Landon and Thomas and uh, parents. So we respect you guys and we love you and we'll be getting some more patrons soon. I'm yes. sure of it. Yes, thank you. Uh, cool. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Tune in next week. Check out the Reddit. Check out the website, Instagram, Letterboxd, all that good shit. Give us a phone call at 801-613-1501 Sneaked it in there right Good job, buddy. Kind of forgot. And now, if you call that, you can be like Travis, leave a voicemail, or you can just give us your thoughts and we'll read them. Alright, dude. May the force be with you, bro. We can keep we can keep you we can keep you anonymous. I know, yeah, may the force dude, use the force, yeah. Luke. And then that's that's Simpsons. Alright, that's enough. Goodbye. Alrighty. Bye. <laughs>